You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. Thanks for tuning in to Mining Stock Education. In today's show, you'll be hearing from Executive Chairman Gerald Pennington from Gold Terra Corp. The website is goldterracorp.com. And in our previous interviews with Gerald, we've been talking about how Gold Terra is pursuing five plus million ounces of high-grade gold, primarily via two shear zones. One is the Crestorum shear zone, and the company just completed a drill program there, which we're gonna talk about and get Gerald's insights and feedback on. And then also the Campbell shear, which is a program that is just about to be commencing. So Gerald, welcome back onto the show. Uh, Bring us up to speed on the Crestorum results. What's the significance here, and what does this mean going forward, please? Thank you, Bill, uh, for uh, having me on your show. Uh, And welcome to everybody who's going to be listening to this interview. Uh, Yes, recently uh, we just completed approximately 8,000 meters of drilling, uh, which is almost like 25,000 feet of drilling on our Crestorum shear. The Crestorum shear was a target identified in the past, which had a resource of about 250,000 to 250,000 ounces near surface. High granulization. And as you can see on the long section that will be passed on during the interview, Uh, You can see that everything that is in purple on the long section is somewhere between uh, 30 to 60 grams or one ounce to two ounce per ton over three to four meters. So the GT, the gram times thickness, is very good from surface down to about 200 meters. The deposit was never explored at depth. In all those years that Terra X before us or before Galterra, the deposit was never explored properly at depth, and the belief was that the deposit was also cut off to the south by a fault called the Deg Fault. So our program was aiming at testing at 400 and 600 meters, or basically uh, roughly 1,400 feet and 2,000 feet deep, the Crestorum shear zone. The shear zone is only two to three, four meters in some instance, and we intersected the shear in every hole at depth, no question. The shear zone was right there, but they were lacking quartz veining. And what was missing with those quartz veining was the gold fluids. So the gold and the quartz vein not being there, our result at depth are mitigated. They're good technically, but they're not good to pursue. So we basically close off the depth extension below this area of the Crestorum. But the Crestorum shear is probably 10 kilometers in strike length. We're looking at one and a half kilometers of strike length. So now we just reopen it to the south because a dead fault is not a fault that cuts off the deposit. And the proof is in hole 57, for example, and also the hole that we did on the other side. They are definitely showing continuation of the shear zone, uh, 43 grams over one meters. And of course, a couple of holes that we did as well were infill drilling were very good, such as hole 103, where we intersected nine and a half gram over 4.5 meters. So now that we know that there is no depth extension, more likely Crestorum will become a more of an open pit target, a shallow open pit target, maybe down to 200 meters. Maybe the potential is more like half a million ounces versus one or two million ounces. So it's a smaller target, but having a high grade deposit, open pit, as a satellite to a main uh, deposit is valuable. 
There's no question that Crestorum one day could be mine, uh, but it's not going to be the cornerstone of our company, which always been my target was the Campbell share. And we can talk about that a bit later. So with the results that have come back, just at the conceptual level now, if a major is looking at the projects you're developing, how would they interpret this relative to the big plan of what you're um, trying to accomplish? Would they see value now or you have to come up with that two, three million ounce pit before they would really see value in Crestorum? I work for a major for many years. I can easily answer that question. I worked for Barrick Gold for 12 years. I can tell you that unless it's three to five million ounces, look at the deal we signed with Newmont on the con uh, on the con mine exploration. We are we have an we have a a back in right of Newmont if the deposit is five million ounces. No major will look at the Crestron deposit as they will look at it like like I'm looking at it. My eyes have always been we need to have a deposit that can sustain its own development. Crestorum now is more like a satellite deposit, unless it goes over a million ounces. Then a small junior like us could develop the Crestorum deposit if we get to a million ounces. But there's a threshold to be able to invest money. We usually say we need 10 years of production. We need to make enough money. We need to, you know, when you, you capitalize a project, uh, a million ounces, uh, will allow you to spend maybe $100 million to develop a mine. Not much than that. You know, uh, when I built Detour Lake, uh, we had 16 million ounces, and the project cost $1.5 billion. So $100 an ounce. Correct? Yes. So that's how you look at depreciation. And that's very, very important. So no major will be excited about Crestoran. However, it's still a very profitable high-grade open pit potential, shallow, rich, and doesn't require big equipment and could be easily a very nice sweetener to a mill on an underground mine mm -hmm. because you can get the ton much more easier out. And don't forget, it's open. Crestorum can link to Barney further north, which is another deposit on our property. And also further south, it's continuing all the way to the Ikeiko Fault. So there is a 10 kilometers span that needs now to be paid attention near surface. The good news, near surface, cheaper drilling. Mm -hmm. Easier to drill, much faster, and much less expensive. And, and don't forget, we're doing very good now. The company used to drill almost $300 per meter. We're now sitting with all the change we made this year, our drilling cost is about $200 a meter, Canadian. We're in town. That's the big factor. But we're not big enough as a discovery to interest or turn the eyes of a major, for sure. But with Samoto, low-grade, with Crestorum, high-grade open pit, we're probably going to get over a million ounces very quickly with the program we did this year. So there's good news. Our resource that used to be three-quarter million ounces, 735,000 ounces, is probably well over a million ounces now. And that's the good news about our program. And now our focus is now moving on to our uh, Campbell share target.
Gerald, on the before we get to Campbell Shear, on the idea of what Barrick is looking for, since you work for Barrick, Barrick has been on record saying they want to buy assets that produce at least 500,000 gold ounces per year for 10 years in the lowest uh, quartile of the cost curve. Would you define that as a world-class project? And what's the difference between a world-class project and a tier one asset that someone like a Barrick would look for? When when Barrick talks about its target of half a million ounces a year is that, and I've always, you know, I, when I was working at Barrick, we were producing north of 8 million ounces. Now they're somewhere around five. So is Newmont. And as you know, Newmont is our partner on the, on the Newmont ground on the Campbellshire. Half a million ounces a year, 10 years is 5 million ounces. So when we said threshold about what will interest a major is a 5 million ounces deposit. No question. Uh, the other thing about tier one operating costs, which means where is it the cheapest way? So there are two things. You can live with political risk and mine in Africa, right? Or in Indonesia or in different part of the world. Or you can stay in a more non-political place. Uh, Nevada and Canada are still two of my favorite targets because there's a, there's no risk of unrest as much, but it's more expensive. But at the same time, because our projects are in town, in the city of Yellowknife, everybody goes home at night. And that's that's the advantage of, of Golterra, is that if we deliver three to five million ounces over the next two years. You have to give us a bit of time. Now we just went through two target. We just did almost 20,000 meters of drilling in 2020. And we, Samoto is still open, but it's low grade. Kastaram is still open, high grade open pit, but shallow, no depth extension. So you're, we're already like over a million ounces. So my chances on Campbell Shear is that even if I just find one or two million ounces, I will be like a three million ounces company. A three million ounces company give a hundred dollars an ounce. That's a three hundred million dollars market cap. You can evaluate that, and some company gets way more than a hundred dollars an ounce for per valuation. You have to look at the cost of operating all in, which usually is between a thousand to eleven hundred. And when Barrick talks about tier one, he talks about property that can deliver gold below a thousand dollars. But very few do that. It's very hard today's world to get better. And and if you're in Africa, for example, yes, you can probably have lower operating costs, but you have a much higher risk if there's unrest, like we saw in Mali this year, for example. So your your five plus million ounce potential, the next step of that is on the Campbell Shear. The drills are about to be turning there, aren't they? Uh, we just actually. Uh, uh, completed two holes. The drill is just stop, stopping for Christmas now. We're taking a month break. We have been drilling nonstop since mid-August. Usually we do a Christmas break and a spring break, which usually is in mid-May to uh, May. The month of May usually is, a, is our spring break because of ice melting and things like this. We've been uh, starting to work on the new Lane. We did the first two holes. Uh, they were technically very interesting, geologically speaking. Uh, and in January, we'll be starting our major program, which is about 20 hole, 10,000 meters on the Campbell Shear, as per the press release we did in November. 
So if you ever want to go back in the YouTube and show uh, our November press release on the compilation of the Campbell Shear, this is a very important comp uh, long section because what it shows is the footprint of a 5 million ounces deposit, which basically is one and a half kilometers long and one kilometers deep. So you know the footprint is roughly two square kilometers. And it's supposed to. So now that's our job to repeat that potential of 5 million ounces along the Campbell Shear, which we control for the next uh, 14 kilometers to the south, 14 to 20 kilometers to the south. And, and the potential is there. There's a lot of surface mosaic outlining the Campbell Shear from surface down to 300 meters, a couple of holes at 1,000 meters, three grams over 12 meters. The shear zone is there. So it's not a question, is it there or not? We know it's there. We just need to drill and drill. And, and that's our program for this winter. So we should have tremendous result in Q1 2021. The result always tell you if, if we know, geologically speaking, that we hit the target. So we, we know that because visually we can see it. But you always have to wait for the assays. Mm -hmm. And have they been sent to the labs already, the first holes? Uh, they should be sent before Christmas and the results should be coming out you know, sometime in January. We still have 10 good holes coming out of Trestorum as well in January. And we firmly believe that, uh, you know, the Campbell Shear will generate result because we're drilling below two small deposits that were outlined by Miramar and, and Cominco in the past. So it's not like we're drilling in, in the fog. We're, not, we're drilling a very specific target that has already been outlined as a resource. And you can see it from the long section. You can see it very well on the long section. The website is goldterracorp.com and the ticker symbol is YGT in Toronto and YGTFF for those that want to buy in the States on the OTC. Gerald, really appreciate this update. Thanks for coming on today's show. My pleasure. Thank you, Bill. Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about, invest in, and profit from mining stocks. The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts might cost fifty dollars or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10 for 1 returns as there is in small cap and micro cap mining stocks. Concomitant with that, if you don't do the work, or even if you do do the work and don't discipline yourself on the sell side, there are very few places in the world where you can lose as much money as quickly as in mining stocks too. I just started to study up on mining stocks and I just became fascinated because this is such a tiny sector and it's so volatile that either you could really, you could do really, really well or you could pretty much get blown out of the water really quickly. The mining sector is a very risky sector. It can take your money very, very quickly. Don't fall in love with stocks. Don't be overly confident and just do your work as best you can. Do your very best, but don't fall in love and don't get too overly confident because um, that's a recipe for disaster.
I have met you know, professional retail investors that have made a tremendous amount of money on the junior mining space. Some of them aren't accredited, and they just they spend their days researching, talking to people, being on the phone, being pouring through financial documents, but it requires commitment. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on MiningStockEducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.